Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman and Home and Woman magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV Times, TV and Satellite Week and What's on TV magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 2nd of February 2024, including new fantasy drama Domino Day, on BBC Three and BBC iPlayer, starring Sienna Kelly as a modern-day Manchester witch, and Donald Glover and Maya Erskine teaming up in a remake, another remake, of spy rom-com Mr and Mrs Smith on Prime Video. We'll also be checking out the return of Fantasy Football League on Sky Max and Now TV, and sampling some black cake courtesy of Disney+. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Well, hot off the press, Hannah, I've just been to a screening and interviews for a very good new drama series in which Jed Mercurio is involved, he of Line of Duty fame, and it's all about the reality of life on the front line during the COVID pandemic and stars Joanne Froggett. So that'll be coming soon to ITV and ITVX. What else is in the news, Hannah? Uh, well, John Krasinski and Natalie Portman will star in Apple TV Plus's film Fountain of Youth, directed by none other than Guy Ritchie, about a strange siblings in search of immortality, aren't we all? We've all been there. Okay, uh, pretty varied <laughs> selection this week. If I had to pick a theme, and you often press me to do it, I'd say female empowerment. But let's see how that pans out. We're going to start with a new drama series on Disney Plus arriving on Wednesday, the 31st of January. It's called Black Cake. And here's a clip. I had to protect you from the life I was forced to have. I have a way that you can erase all your debts. My daughter is only 16. No better age for a wife. In order to ensure my safety, someone would have to die. Eight episodes of this one. Oprah Winfrey is on board as executive producer and it spans, oh no, two timelines. <laughs> We're not that keen on that, are we, Hannah? And it also takes place in different locations, Jamaica, Rome, the UK and Southern California. The two timelines are the 1960s and the present day. And this is adapted from a best-selling book by Charmaine Wilkerson. OK, well, that's enough intro. At the centre of it, we have, and this is in the backstory, we have a 16-year-old Covey Lincock growing up in Jamaica. Her mum has disappeared, so she's being brought up by her dad, and he is a gambler, he's in he's in trouble, and to get out of his difficulties, well, he makes some plans for her, which she's not very keen on. And in the present day, the kind of framing device is, there's a woman called Eleanor, but she's actually Covey, who has changed her name, started a new life in Europe, um, she's had two kids. So the framing device is, she is dying from cancer and she's sort of left this legacy, these audio recordings for her two kids who are kind of estranged really. There's Benny, played by Adrienne Warren, and Byron, 
played by Ashley Thomas. So as they're listening to the recordings, then we're going to see the story of Covey and what happened to her and how she, you know, left Jamaica, started a new life, etc., etc. And it's kind of about, as so many things are, trauma, long-buried family secrets and how trauma kind of resonates, reverberates through the generations. So the premise is interesting, I think, but I did find the dialogue a little bit clunky. I found some of the characters a bit one-dimensional, especially the dad, uh, I have to say. But I really liked Mia Isaac as teenage Covey. I thought she was terrific. It didn't particularly grab me. I like the Jamaican backdrop of episode one. And I also felt, with a framing device, you don't really know why these siblings are estranged. It, it doesn't give you any kind of indication of that. I, I don't know if the framing device was necessary, really, but no doubt that will be that will all unfold in future episodes. So, yeah, I don't think I will be sticking with it. Um, I don't know what you thought, Hannah. It's quite hard work, isn't it? I think that's the bottom line. And if you read any interviews with... Um, Mia Isaac, you can see that it took its toll on her too because the story's pretty gruesome. I mean, it's really shocking, her life story. And I think there were therapists on set. And, you know, when 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 the director called cut, you know, she'd be shaking from the kind of what she'd been having to do. So I think... You know, it's it's very gritty and it and it's a it's a big story and and as you say, she's very good uh, as Covey, but I I kind of I mean, for me I just I mean like you said at the very beginning we don't really like these kind of you know darting from here there and everywhere and as you say the backdrop's quite nice and and all the rest of it of course it is, I just I don't know I I felt a bit too invested and I and I didn't want to be as invested if you like it was just a bit too hard going um often talk about this you know when there's lots going on in the world sometimes you just want to immerse yourself in something a bit happy and a bit smiley and a bit silly um and and this isn't that so I would agree with you I I I'm not sure I would I would stick this with this one although part of me wants to uh find out what happened and incidentally in case you're wondering black cake is a Jamaican cake, traditional Jamaican cake. And as this is sort of about the Jamaican diaspora, that's why that's the title. Over on Prime Video, arriving on Friday the 2nd of February, we have another new series. You may recognise the title. It's called Mr and Mrs Smith. And here's a clip. Have you ever killed anyone? <laughs> no, no, no. Not really. Really? No. I begin to tell the story of how great love can be. You're married. The sweet love story that is older than the sea. I should be clear, I'm not in this for the romance. I must admit, when I saw this, I did think, really? It was so good with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, and we all know where that ended up. Um, do we really, really need another one? And this is this is different because it's 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 got eight episodes it's a sli it's slightly different but I still kind of come away from this feeling the same way if I'm honest with you because I just don't quite know why it was required but anyway I, I, I shall try and fill you in on this so most people have seen um, Mr and Mrs Smith with Brad and Ange um, in 2005 and 
you know, that was very much about two people who were um, leading very hidden lives. You know, they didn't know what each other were, were doing. They didn't realise that they were um, both kind of secret agents, killers, whatever you want to call them. Um, and in this series, you they do. So these two people are thrown um, together, Donald Glover and Maya Erskine, and they play two strangers. They sign up for these this job in, as rivals, as agents and spies. And, and they kind of have to adopt these new identities as married New Yorkers, John and Jane Smith. So the premise is very slightly different. And not only is it different, yes, there's lots of action and some of it I don't think feels that real. It feels a bit out there. Um, but mainly this is and, and much more focused on their relationship. So they're playing this married couple, but, you know, will they fall in love? Is it all a bit predictable? Yes, probably. Um, and it sort of it, it focuses on that more, well, not more than anything else, but probably certainly more than, than the film did. And um, I don't know, I, I just felt that it was, I just... I, I just didn't feel we needed another one. It's as simple as that, really. I, I'm just not quite sure why we were reimagining something and making it slightly different along the way. They played their parts really well. There's some, uh, you know, it's pretty star-studded in there. We've got Sharon Horgan, Alexander Skarsgård. You know, there's some big names in here, and I'm not saying it's bad. I just, I just struggle with why it was necessary. That is all. Yes, well, you had me at Sharon Horgan, Hannah. Streaming TV continues to plunder old movies. However, I haven't actually seen Brangelina in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So I, I didn't have that feeling that you had of, you know, why? Why do it? Because I've never seen the original. It starts really strongly. So there's this couple, rather attractive couple, I have to say, uh, living in a house in the middle of nowhere. And it becomes evident that some people are coming to try and kill them. So you're thinking, stand by for a classic shootout, but it kind of undercuts it in the most unexpected way. Anyway, that's the last we see of them. Well, certainly in episode one. <laughs> and we switch to these two characters, these two strangers, um, played by Glover and Erskine, who have basically signed up to be agents, secret agents, and they're going to pose as a married couple. You know, so it's quite, so it is quite weird because they they've got to got to work together and they've got to successfully convince people they are married because that's why they want people to to masquerade as couples because it's you know they're less sort of they don't stick out as much do they? they just look like the perfectly normal members of the public and it's it's rather sweet because rather than concentrating on high octane spy stuff although there is some of that it's it's sort of also the more humdrum uh Things like you know getting blisters uh, because you've been running too much, and 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 the, it's there's this rather sweet kind of romantic relationship starts to develop between them as they spend more, and they're very chalk and cheese characters. But yeah, I actually thought it was um, yeah rather different take on the spy genre, and as you say, some terrific guest stars: Paul Dano. I mean, you know, there's some real Hollywood royalty: John Turturro, Ron Perlman. Wow, our own Michaela Cole, Sarah Paulson. So a terrific cast. And also Glover, who who is known for Atlanta, he co-created the series. So it's very much his baby. So, yeah, I, I did like it um, and I would recommend it. We shift over now 
to Skymax and Now TV, Hannah, for the return of Fantasy Football League. Then here's a clip. Well, back in the day, Hannah, you probably remember, I can't remember what channel it was on, I'm guessing Channel 4, Frank Skinner and David Baddiel presented the original Fantasy Football League show, which was a great programme for footy fans. It was kind of clips, sketches, stats, banter, and it just really tapped in to, to the, the fun side of being a football fan. And of course, Sky have rebooted it now with Matt Lucas, who I'm sorry to say is an Arsenal fan, but never mind. And one of my favourites, the lovely Ellis James, who presents the fantastic John Robbins and Ellis James radio show and podcast. He supports Swansea City. That's perfectly acceptable. And so they've teamed up and they've, they've been pretty faithful to the original um, and I've always thought about David Baddiel. I am a David Baddiel fan, but I think he's made some good good career choices. So first he hooks up with Rob Newman and was massively successful as a comedy double act with him. And then he hooks up with Frank Skinner and not only did Fantasy Football League with him, but that spawned Three Lions, the hit England football song. Remember that summer of 96, Hannah? Oh, heady days. Anyway, as I say, they've they've remained pretty faithful. They've got a kind of stato guy <laughs> um, chipping in. They're doing the sketches. They're doing impressions of you know footballers and football managers. It's already funny. They they do Phoenix from the Flames, where they recreate an iconic football moment on the pitch with the player who was involved. One rather controversial thing that happened in the original series. Of course, David Baddiel recently he's been criticising Bradley Cooper for what he calls Jew face for um, playing a Jewish character, Jewish person in Maestro. Well, of course, David Baddiel blacked up, didn't he, to impersonate a footballer. And um, that resulted in the footballer getting a lot of racist abuse. So, yeah, uh, quite interesting talking point there. So we can look forward to some good special guests. We've got Danny Dyer. We've got Emmanuel Petit. We've got Jermaine Defoe. Sean Bright Phillips, Wes Morgan, Jack Wilshire. Hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, if you liked the original, you'll love this because I think they've done it justice. They've they've really kept the spirit of, of the original thing. And it, it's just, it's a fun show. I'd say even if you're not a massive football fan, it's very entertaining. Um, Hannah, are you a Fantasy Football League fan? Yeah, you're right. You do not have to be into football. I mean, football is on a lot in this house. Um, but you don't have to be a football fan to watch this. I like these kind of sports things, actually. They're really fun. I mean, I was, I was a massive fan of Frank Skinner, I must admit. Um, so it was kind of, you know, when new people come in, you kind of worry, don't you? But there is that there is that comedic value. Um, and it, I don't know. I, I, and Danny Dyer is a part of it. So, you know, there's not what could go wrong, really. Um, it, it's I don't know. I, I just... It's, it's an insight, but it's but it's light-hearted. There's something for absolutely everybody. I think it's something that everyone can watch sitting down together. Really like it. Good stuff. Okay, we're going to finish over on 
BBC Three and BBC iPlayer with a new fantasy drama called Domino Day. And here's a clip. We've been watching you. You're doing something to humans. But you don't want to be. I feed off of others. What am I? You're a witch. I'm a witch too. Humans and witches can never make it work. We need to hand her over to the elders. No, we need to protect her from them. When I first read about this, I must admit, I did sort of raise my eyes slightly and think, oh, here we go again. But I was wrong. You should never, ever judge a book by its cover, as your parents once told you. Um, because this is quite exciting. So this is about somebody who is a witch. <laughs> A lonesome witch with a ferocious appetite and she's preying on Manchester's single men. It's a, so it's a six-part supernatural drama um, and it's from Gangs of London writer Lauren Sequeira. And um, the the young witch, Domino Day, played by Sienna Kelly, is um, she's a big user of dating apps, but she's... The thing is, when you get to see her, you don't think she is on the hunt for victims in many ways. She sort of seems quite sweet and nice, but... She needs to have victims to feed from in order to stay alive, you know, a, a vampire, I suppose. And so her strategy is to, because she seems nice, is to target the city's sort of nasty, unsavoury single men, to suck the energy out of them. Um, but it doesn't really work like that because this coven of witches are hot on her heels um, and... They're determined to stop her before she destroys everyone around her. And her superpowers are beyond that of other witches. And, you know, you can see her actually forming connections with blokes, but not, you know, she's going she's gonna to suck the life out of them, basically. And, the, you know, she knows that and she doesn't... And there are times she doesn't want to do that. And then you see her teaming up with another witch. Um, and the powers and it, it's quite raunchy in places it's really quite sexy in places um and it completely threw me because it was everything that I didn't expect it to be it's um it's really dramatic but you also um there's a lot of emotion in here do you feel sorry for her do you hate her do you love her um and then this this awkward sort of relationships that she's having with people and as I say they're quite sort of um kind of erotic nature of this at times as well so I thought it was really quite good but something that I didn't expect to like and something that is is very different for me well I forgot to mention that it arrives on Wednesday the 31st of January on BBC3 but all six episodes will be available to stream on iPlayer so yeah witches and vampires have been pretty well served on in tv and film haven't they hannah with with mixed results i think this is an interesting new twist on those well the genre the horror genre people who suck the energy out of you hannah we we've all been there am i right <laughs> but yeah it's it's a, it's a nice <laughs> premise that is it, a bit of female empowerment in it because these guys are kind of our sexual predators really and she's flipping it and she's preying on them. So I do like that. Um, I like the fact that the coven of witches are botanists, of course. So we're linking to that kind of, you know, the plant power and potions and that kind of thing. And they look great. 
these there's, there's kind of like a voodoo vibe to their costumes and makeup which is good so i think it's sexy it's stylish it's it's a new twist on a very familiar well it's a bit of a genre mashup in a way but yeah i i gotta say uh i was pleasantly surprised and i thought sienna kelly was was great and very limber in the lead role now we've got to that time hannah where we find out what the heck you've been pinching on this week i think i know one of the things you've been pinching on (laughs) (laughs) well who didn't watch the traitors final maybe you ian actually but who didn't watch it absolutely brilliant um also watched pan stumbled across that um and it's the prequel to peter pan um and also i stumbled across this thing called wipeout which i think we've chatted to about before but Honestly, it's absolutely hilarious. It's just basically an assault course that, that people have got to get over. And it's it's a horrible, and they've got to get there. It's $50,000. No, was it 90000 A lot of money, anyway, that they win if they get to the other side. So I watched that for a good giggle, seeing people literally being wiped out. How about you? Good stuff. And I must big you up, Hannah, because you did a one-off binge-watch podcast with the lovely Steve Perkins and Faye from Series 1 of the traitors which is available so do listen to that if you are a traitors fan i managed to get to the end of harlan coben's strangers and my goodness it was quite hard work (laughs) that's on netflix also on netflix because i went to see poor things starring emma stone mark ruffalo willem dafoe which is terrific and it's getting a lot of awards action um I thought I'll go back to The Favourite, which also stars Emma Stone and is from the same director, which has become available on Netflix. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering. So what are we going to be talking about, Hannah? Amber Kamod and Leo Woodall star in a new adaptation of David Nichols' best-selling romance, One Day, on Netflix. And I think I know who's going to be getting this one. A group of party animals attempts to run a busy bar on a Greek island in Ryland Clark's new reality show, Hot Mess Summer, on Prime Video. What could possibly go wrong? I am there. (laughs) So we very much look forward to that in particular and much, much more. But, listeners... In the meantime, watching.